0: Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Well, good evening. Welcome back, everybody. We took a little bit of break there and we are back for episode 72. Wow, right on. Yep. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for being patient and waiting for us. I guess we want to start off this podcast by congratulating the Toronto Raptors. Hey! they did it. They finally <laughs> did it after 25 years. Has it been that? Yeah, 25 years. Open, I give right? or take a year, but yeah, it's been 25 years. Well, that's what it takes, folks, I guess, to get a NBA
1: team off the ground and straight oh. to the championship.
0: That and uh, some pretty interesting trades that were made towards the end, especially when they picked up Kawhi Leonard there. But, you know, they signed him as a free agent, so he's... He's done this year? Probably, right? right? There's talk that he wants to go play in a big southern market. There's been talk that he's going to go play with LeBron in L.A. Sure. But he could also be thinking dynasty. I I think he might stay. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, he's LeBron James level. Like, you know, there's a handful of them. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron James. And then you put Kawhi Leonard in there and he changes games. Yeah, they had a, uh, a big parade in Toronto. Two and a half million people. Yeah, watch that parade.
1: More than the protests in Hong Kong, they had two million.
0: I think that's more than I've ever shown up for a sporting event. That's a hell of a lot of people. Yeah, like some of the commentators are saying there's American cities that can't hold that many people. Anyway, congratulations Raptors. Cool. Yeah, you're on top of the world. I was listening on the radio coming up here, saying there's a lot of problems with uh, lakes and rivers and stuff because they're so they're yeah they're so swollen that. Oh, we got uh, a lot of rain. It's been raining. Yeah. Yep.
1: Oops.
0: That's little baby Hugo. I guess we should also say congratulations to Darren and Libby. They had a uh, baby boy. His name is Hugo. Yep, you just heard him there. Yep. That's exciting. But also, you know, anybody out there with kids, it's a, it's a baby.
1: <laughs> Let's hope there's a little bit of Bitcoin there for him when he grows older. I don't there we go. Speaking of Bitcoin, <laughs> not bad today.
0: What about bit? What? Oh, what? Ninety-three. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's well over nine thousand now, so that's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what we've been waiting to see. I think we need to really push that ten
1: that ten K mark. <laughs> really well, it would be nice to see it steady. So yes. I- you know it's been jumping pretty hard the last uh, week or so but you know you might see it come back down again a bit which wouldn't be an awful thing you know maybe maybe to 8 or 85 and then just kind of solidify that new low basically and then kind of right just steadily slowly grow from there i don't know it, mm. it feels like it's grown a little too fast again but i think it's still quite early <laughs> it's funny when you say growing a little too fast.
0: How do we want it to grow? In an ideal world, like a couple hundred every day.
1: <laughs> if it's if it's in the thousands, it's a, a couple hundred a day is a lot different than if it's you know right five hundred dollars. You know, and then a couple hundred a day means it doubles. So just a little steady. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems to be kind of fairly steady. You know, when you look back from the the three thousand and thirty four hundred low or something like that, it's steady, but it's it's very steep slope. So who knows? My feeling is the FOMO really hasn't started yet. Uh, I think that could probably be interpreted as a very bullish statement because when the FOMO hits, my personal feeling is the FOMO is going to start hitting around twelve thousand. Right. Um, a lot of people are saying ten thousand is going to be a big barrier. You might see it touch ten thousand, and then a whole bunch of people take profit from at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe it comes down to six, seven thousand. Even is what some are saying. Right. Uh, you know, anything's possible. My general feeling is you might you might see it touch ten, come down a bit, but I think it's going to keep marching. Um, all signs seem to point to the bull run is really just getting started. So. Although you know many people will
0: deny that, but, right, you were uh, also meant, you, you were reading some stuff about the uh, the ultra rich wanting to slowly get involved in this, and
1: it was an article uh, a month or two ago, I think. And there's a uh, there's someone in Europe uh, sells high end art via Bitcoin, and she's also been connecting some very well off people, and right. Uh, well, they were asking her about Bitcoin and, and such, and, you know, she just made a statement like, look, you know, I just had a guy not that long ago, he wanted to buy a quarter of all the Bitcoins in existence, what, what and mean? he asked her how he could do that. So she, you know, obviously she points them to the over-the-counter market. So right. But, you know, like, when you hear about something like that, like, that's that's extremely bullish. Right. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> you know, the interest rates keep coming down. You know, and the IMF mentioned a point in their blog a couple months ago. Um, it's basically a, a white paper on uh, if you were going to implement negative interest rates, this would was how you would do it. Right. You know, and to me, that's almost like a little white paper for all. any bank, like the Bank of Canada or the Fed or something like that. and They look at that and. To me, it's kind of gives them the nod, like okay, you, if you do want to implement negative rates, it's okay, you know, and then mm-hmm. this is kind of the plan and how you should be executing it. So, and with that, you know, think of all these people that have, you know, not even billions, but like, you know, five, six hundred million, or you know, they want to secure these assets for generations, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Diversify, right? Is that what, that's what they, they call it? Yeah, and they, so they buy property and they buy stocks and bonds and yada, yada, yada. And, but when they start hearing these um, interest rates dropping and uh, the fact that most of the first world countries are now printing a massive amounts of money so right. they're weakening the currency. So to hold cash, you're basically losing money as you hold like over time. Right. The impetus is to find a place to park your money, so that when you go back a year or ten or fifty years later, the value of the money you put in be preserved, but also grow substantially. Right. And that's why, in my opinion, you're seeing a lot of the high end, uh, big money, um, sinking significant. Investment in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. quarter of twenty-one million, or yeah, wow. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's big money. It sounds crazy, ludicrous, and you know maybe she's lying, but I don't really think she has any reason to yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it kind of makes sense, right? Like it's to me, if I had a lot of money and I wanted to buy a lot of Bitcoin, I definitely wouldn't be, you know, doing it in the open market. You know you just kind of want to nip at it whenever right. it comes down and buy a few here yeah 10 20 here and there and or otherwise you're just going to scare the market and shoot it straight up to one two hundred thousand easily right right because there's not that many available bitcoins out there yeah most people that buy it they hold it yeah right? and they're not selling so you know the best way to buy a lot of bitcoin is to convince everybody it's worth nothing you know, and then depress the price, get them to sell it. and then Buy just, it. And, the price goes and they just open up your jaws and swallow all the Bitcoin as people keep selling at the lows. Right. So, you know, it, it's an interesting scenario. It makes a lot of sense to me, but perhaps it's not true. But if it is true, it, it's a huge bullish argument, like a long-term bullish argument. Sure. Cause, yeah. Because they're just going to keep buying.
0: Keep buying, keep buying. Go, you know, we're hoping to see 30, maybe,
1: 40, maybe. Well, I think I said 40 to 50. 40 to 50 in, the end of the, the year. Avening. I think at the at the Havening event, which is uh, May or June uh, next year. So a year from now. Yeah, yeah. 40 to 50 to me sounds a bit conservative now, but, you know, there's it's been a big ramp up. You know, it's tripled in price from 35 to, you know, 10 pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I feel 40 or 50 is validated. Mm-hmm. Especially if big money is wanting in. Again, you know, you go online and start reading it, and you know, you got people already saying 200,000. Like, boom, you know, no problem. I don't know, right? You know, and there's a lot of people saying, oh, I missed the big um, opportunity. Yeah. Because I didn't get in when it was 35. Dream, or yeah. And then some other people answer, they say, look, buddy, you know, it's, it's going to be years before the mainstream even right hears or understands about Bitcoin. You are still early. There is, there's still a
0: pretty good chance it's going to get back down to three again. I don't think so. You don't think so?
1: No. You don't think
0: it'll fluctuate that much, eh? I, I, th-
1: I mean, there's always a non-zero chance, but <laughs> I feel like that opportunity has sailed. Yeah. Um, you may see it at six. Right. Is my feeling. We're only talking feelings. Yep, six being the lowest. We're we're basically talking about the price of a a speculative asset. Yeah. So it's always just. And we're just
0: guessing too, right? Yeah. We're all guessing. A whole family of ducks has just flown into
1: our garden. Oh. We got ducks in our garden. Awesome.
0: About 12 babies.
1: Ducks are all right. 12 babies. Well. (laughs) mm -hmm. That's. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so well, what else is going on out there? Yeah. Well, uh, you got to mention Ripple. I... It was at 50
1: cents a couple of months ago or so, right? I so could up now? I couldn't tell you what Ripple's it, at. It's, it's probably, probably doing all right with Bitcoin's rise as well. Yeah, but, you know, I always keep in mind if every millionaire on the planet owned a Bitcoin, it literally wouldn't be possible because there's only 21 million Bitcoin. Right. And there's also general consensus... If 10% of a population is has adopted uh, a new concept and they've taken it in and are utilizing it, the point of no return. When you get to 10%, that means everybody's eventually going to be using it. Yeah. And we're probably getting close to five now. Right. It's always increasing. So. And it's not going to take as long to
0: hit that as it did the
1: first five. I don't think. No, no. And if you get to 10, you you basically it, it's pretty much. A sure thing. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, a lot of people already feel it's a sure thing, and I, I certainly wouldn't try to prove them wrong. Partly based on the fact that high net worth individuals are all seeking it out, and also demographics. So the fact that um, the younger generation is more apt. To be a proponent of using Bitcoin as the old guard kind of continues to go out, nothing negative to say about them. Just perhaps you know they may not like to utilize Bitcoin in the same way they don't like to use Snapchat. It's not within the world that they live in. So. They didn't grow up with it. They didn't, maybe yeah. sure they don't even understand it. But you know, as as the years go by and more more the kids grow up into the world and are much more apt. Use their mobile phones and apps and, and live within an electronic world and, mm-hmm. and feel comfortable within that. To me, it just shows the adoption of Bitcoin and it, it, it's just going to continue to perpetuate. There's a basic term, millennials, um, which I think most people would refer to as there are people born. Late 90s. Like I say, you know, those are very good arguments for someone who will say that mass adoption of Bitcoin is already inevitable. Mm-hmm. And, and they're good arguments. Yeah, I, I would say. Um, I think yeah. we agree with them as well. Now, you know, the other side of it, usability and the fact that it's still not easy to no. work with Bitcoin. Um, you know, that's probably the biggest hindrance right now. But that will catch up with time, though. Yeah, it'll it'll continually improve and get better. It just takes time because, you know, it is a highly secure app. You know, if you choose to name it an app, you know, and it requires time and attention and, you know, some form of privacy and security and uh, to wrap all that up and make it a usable product and also make people aware that they are now their own bank. So they have to safeguard their own assets. Mm-hmm. You know there are some downsides. Uh, my feeling is the downsides are far outweighed by the upsides. It's really just um, a, a hash of numbers and letters. Right. You can send it to anyone, anywhere, in any amount. Yep. It's it's a beautiful thing. Especially well, in- I know you know the Samurai Wallet. Uh, I know they were working on um, wallets that would be usable with the Lightning Network. Right. And I and I think they are now. Um, but I just don't know, but. The, uh, but I also read on Reddit there are some other wallets that are also lightning enabled okay there's some things like that so they're mm. getting there yeah yeah hopefully it'll just be big fireworks from here <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's what we're all hoping for but we'll keep sitting here and talking about it and
1: oh. that and everything else we're always patient it doesn't really matter yeah. you know, it's no matter what the price of bitcoin is right? yeah. until it hits 2 million I mean we're doing the podcast
0: so we're so you're saying we're stopping the podcast when it hits two million? Maybe,
1: maybe, but you know, or you know, maybe uh, we'll do the podcast in Costa Rica or Florida or Hawaii. Palm trees with the ocean in the background. It's no secret we've talked about winter, and uh, you know we hate it. <laughs> if I got enough money, I'm I'm going somewhere south.
0: Yes. So there you go, Bitcoin roundtable from the equator. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They will burn to a crisp and get bitten by poisonous snakes all day. Oh, way to put it! But that's okay. Yeah. I'll still be there.
0: I'll still be smiling as the <laughs> yeah. snake's biting me.
1: <laughs> the locals will be laughing at me, running down the road screaming because I got bit by a garden snake or something. Although <laughs> even we Florida, right? I mean. Pythons, baby. You go jump in your swimming pool and an alligator snaps you up.
0: Although maybe that hasn't happened yet. Did you see the picture on Reddit of the, uh, the guy who was running an Airbnb, and he came home, and there was an alligator floating in his pool. I heard about it. On an alligator floaty. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Some people think it was staged because they're wondering how the hell an alligator
1: got on yeah. an alligator floaty, but it looked really funny. Yeah. But then, you know, you got the odd occurrence where... Someone goes missing walking uh, the dog along a golf course. They drowned just, it, right? They spin you around. No, I think an alligator would be the,
0: one of the worst ways to go, actually. I can just imagine what's going through your head when its jaws are clamped around you and dragging you underwater.
1: Maybe it'd just be like a roller, like you're going a, a roller coaster ride at Wonderland.
0: though. Mm, you think so? I've been on roller coasters at Wonderland. They're fun. This would not be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm. But would you rather have that? Or like a snake bite that like takes t-
0: 24 hours to kill you. Snake bite. Really, eh? Snake bites are quick. Snakes don't bite you and sit there and suck you. They bite you and release so quick. Most people don't even know they've been bitten by a snake.
1: Yeah, but then it's all pain and awful things for but, hours and hours and hours. But sure is the alligator. Hmm? You can give me pain meds. I don't
0: know. If I have to pick, I'm, I'm picking the snake. Yeah. And I don't even like snakes. Either. I'm Wait. playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I'll we'll go swallow a hole by a python. How do you like that idea?
1: I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, okay, well, I shouldn't have took a nap in the jungle. Maybe. Stupid me. Yeah. Here I am getting eaten by a python, one of maybe two people in the world every year that get eaten by a python. That's <laughs> probably like dying, You know, dying when you're on the toilet. I'd rather die somewhere else.
0: Apparently... New York has such a rat problem, and they try to hide it. But they're getting into sewers and coming up in people's
1: toilets. Yeah.
0: There's a good argument no against more.
1: overpopulation, I guess.
0: Yeah, maybe, right? I think that would traumatize me forever. You're just sitting there with your your junk hanging, <laughs> and something comes up and bites it. Come on. Would you ever sit on a toilet again? I don't think I would. I don't think I could. I don't know. You'd have to rig up some kind of like put, put put a mesh screen down so it couldn't get up again. Taser
1: or something. Yeah. Taser on the bottom. Yeah. of Yeah. <laughs> See, I think that would that would do me <laughs> in, man. At least you got a toilet. I mean, half the world doesn't have that.
0: Is so that ha- is that how I'm supposed to look at it?
1: Well, there's a- it's always good for reality check. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. There are worse things. There are. True enough. I think I, I think it's spiders more than rats that would bother me. Like a black widow spider.
0: Oh, uh, I yeah. I've never come across any real spiders. Yeah. Ever
1: have you? Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. You've been to places where they've had real spiders, yeah?
1: Well, I have relatives in Florida, and they own a landscaping nursery. There would definitely be spiders in there, wouldn't there? So I was trimming some bushes, and uh, there was a black widow spider oh, really? that went over my fingers. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like a. You know, sure, it's not great, but it happens. Right. They had no cause to bite me. Right. It's not right. like I'm, you know, and it was fast. Right. But there's a lot of weird things, right? Like you get in the tropics too, because there's these bushes. Uh, I think they're called sassafras bushes. Maybe. That's the name I remember, but it's, you know, these very leafy bushes. Right. Probably in the nursery they are about three feet high. And they're uh, white leaves. And, you know, trim them to make them rounded and give them the shape that you want. But I remember trimming it, and I just caught a movement, and there was this massive, almost translucent, but partly white spider that was extremely camouflaged in this bush. Like, I just noticed it, because it was just a little movement. It was like, but it's just part of the day. It doesn't really matter. But but there was a coral snake. I saw a coral snake there. at the Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, the nursery, they have rolls of black plastic they, they put on the ground. Okay. And it covers all the ground. Okay. And then they put the potted plants on top of the plastic so you don't get weed growth. <laughs> one plastic would overlap the other plastic a bit, but they weren't taped or anything, so a coral snake came out from there. You know. I don't think they're aggressive, are they? No. No. And they're, but, and they're not big either. They're not huge snakes. Right. Um, although my uncle said that was one of the bigger ones. What, was it three Three feet? Uh, I don't even think it was that. Not even that big? They don't have uh, fangs. Okay. I'm working from memory here, but basically, when they strike, they have to break skin, but they don't ha- have fangs. They usually don't break skin, but if they break skin, then the venom is really bad. Right. So, you know, you apparently you can die from it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to deal with snake venom. No. Right. And we were baling pine straw. So there was a pine forest planted in rows and the pine falls down every year, right? Right. And then what you do is you get these big rakes, big wide rakes, and then you just start raking it into a roll and you get these huge rolls going and then you put them on the truck and then you mm. go and you use that like for gardens and stuff. Cause right. it holds okay. moisture. Yeah. We were doing that. And uh, there was a couple of rattlesnakes. Oh, yeah. A couple of baby ones and a, and a mother, I guess. I don't I, know. I've come across some rattlesnakes before. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I probably walked by them. Right. Because they, they popped up after we pulled the pine straw. Out. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, they're out there. But, you know, also I was always out in the forests. Or in the nursery where there's a huge amount of plants and stuff, right? You know, lots of cool lizards. Oh yeah,
0: I'll bet. I mean, a lot of neat stuff, right? I'll bet those guys that work, uh, you know, up and down the uh, the the I ninety five, the I seventy five, along the sides the brushery yeah. and in the meadow. Can you imagine the stories they have to tell about things they come across in yeah. there? They would be dealing with
1: everything in but there. But then I also heard about uh, Panama. Oh yeah. There is a snake down there. There's some massively nasty poisonous snake down that way. And of course developers or investors, you know, they pull all this money together and then they say, "Okay, we're going to carve a chunk out of the jungle and turn it into a housing project." Yep. Really what happens is, you know, these guys got to go in and take care of the snakes. Like okay. Move them. I think they're a protected species and such, right? But I always thought that job would be quite the wild job to have. Oh. <laughs>
0: You'd have to have no fear, first
1: off. Well, what about the guys that go down into the... To me, it all comes with familiarity. If you're handling the snakes enough, then it's... Perhaps, yeah. You just know how to deal with them. I'm assuming someone who does it consistently probably has... um, You know, some of them will actually inject... Yes, really, really small bits of. Venom I've heard, I've and heard then of that. Develop an immunity. Yep. I mean, I obviously I'd feel a lot better about it if, if that was my job and I had that kind of thing going. I think the Latin name is Bothrops asper. Okay. Oh, a Fertilance. It's, yeah, it's a pit viper. Oof. So southern Mexico to northern South America. There's a lot of them. I've been in Panama City. I mean. Oh, you're no, not gonna find them in the they city. They don't. They don't just roll down the street. <laughs> no. But yeah, they're very venomous. I mean, yeah. it's a viper, right? I mean, right. It, it's aggressive too, isn't it? I'm like, keep it away from me. There's a lot of interesting history on some different types of vipers out there. A lot of them have been around for many, many years, and some of the nuances of these vipers are really quite impressive hmm. to read about. But, anyways, that's that's another story for another day. Yeah. Well. We would
0: like you to give us your thoughts, if you could. Um, get in touch with Libby. Tell us where you think Bitcoin will be at by the end of the year and whether you have any questions for us, because we haven't done that for a while. Well, thanks for coming here, everybody. We're, we're glad you came back to listen to us, and we should be uh, back on course now. Have a great night. Back on course to where? On the so golf course? No. Are we going golfing? We we'll don't get to golf. Oh, you know what? I wanted to go golfing the other day. I, know. I don't know why. I just felt. I know. I've been thinking about it lately. I just felt the need to golf. How many years has it been? Holy damn, man. I couldn't tell you. Have we golfed since our Florida trip? Oh, Oh, it's been longer than three.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll go golfing. (sighs) Okay. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. And thanks for listening. Take care. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.